Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along the Friday episode. We've got lots to get through, I think, Sam. Um, football. Yeah. You said before we went on, there's been some football news. There's been football going on. Okay, we've mentioned that, I suppose. Liverpool are the, the, the champions. It's a, um, it's a fantastic day for the city of Liverpool. I'm well at all. 30 years of emotion inside of me. Everything we've been through. The we've injustice, the hatred. We've only won, in a, in a 30 years, we've only won 15 trophies. <laughs> it was a dark day and we were in a dark hole so long and then a wind blew through Chelsea last night and blew the darkness away. Uh, and visions of King Kenny Stevie G Cara when he gobbed at that kid all of the great moments Stevie G falling on his ass against Chelsea in 2014 a Labour councillor a Labour councillor Driving round Liverpool in a cab, handing out redundancy notices. <laughs> well, that so should have shed many some memories. That should have shed some listeners. Um, you know what, though? By Sunday, they're going to feel so empty. Because th- these things are fleeting. I don't know fleeting. what to do. These things, are, these things are fleeting. You know, these, these moments of triumph. I've had one or two with Sunderland. And then a couple of days later, you just feel flat. And then what? You know, start again. In a way, I wish it had never happened. <laughs> yeah. All I would say is yeah. be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now I feel flat. I feel as flat as an Eccles cake. Once you get to the top of the mountain, there's only one way down. <laughs> You're going to jump. Mind. <laughs> mind you, my sister went up. Kilimanjaro for the charity thing, you know, for the kiddies' hospital. And she got up and she said there were two ways down and one was quicker, but you had a higher chance of getting altitude sickness. <laughs> and I was thinking about that the other day when I found myself at the top of this mountain mentally. <laughs> okay, let's cover that then. It's um, not easy being scout, you know. You're a this anyway. is why we only. This is why we only sold sixty-two tickets for Liverpool. Listen, Scousers, well done, an amazing achievement, um, and I think they are that no team has ever won it as early in the season with this many games left, and as and, late in the season, 
and and also this late in the year calendar so the calendar earliest wise. in the season the latest in the year great pub quiz question That's for the, the future if pubs still exist which yeah. they probably won't in the future a great zoom, zoom quiz. quiz question which club this is a really interesting one which club simultaneously won the league earliest in the season but latest in the year <laughs> That's a that's one for the fucking twatty fact fans, isn't it? Right, let's have a look at the prediction league then, Sam. We'll date ourselves on that. Um, it's FA Cup weekend, isn't it? Coming up. Waste of time. Yeah. Not for I Newcastle mean, fans though, because the Newcastle fans were looking forward to uh, being one game away from a trip to Wembley. But obviously one game the from fucking Wembley, man, and a day uh, fucking out pilgrimage. In a Geordie pilgrimage to London and <laughs> Wembley, but. Obviously, it'll just be the team that goes. But they've got to get past Man City. But then again, that's, you know, that might not be that hard at the minute. Man City you, are a bit Newcastle are on quite good form. City are a bit <clears> vulnerable, right. especially in defence, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, prediction league. Uh, can I just ask, are you are you um, rattling yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, rattling a USB stick. All right, OK, good. Uh, prediction league for this week. Results bot got three points. Uh, uh, you got two points, Sam. I got seven points, Sam. Seven points? What did oh, you get for? Two correct predictions. What were they? Uh, Manchester United three, Sheffield United nil, and Newcastle one, Aston Villa one. Fucking I'm hell. on top of the league. Yeah, you're so pulling I'm, away now. This is I'm a pull on away. Thir- one, three, three. You're on one twenty. And results you're putting, on you're putting daylight between us, aren't you? Daylight now exists. It's got to mm. be said, yeah. So there we All go. Right. Um Shall we? Pre- let's see what's on. I don't even know what's on this weekend. There's four matches on between. Oh, that's in the Premier League. Oh, this is so fucking confusing. Let's just predict everything, shall we? Stuff that's uh, going to happen. I reckon that there'll be a big COVID spike. Mm. Um, uh, I think that Matt Hancock may just do a Reggie Perrin go missing, uh, take himself out of public circulation. Um, well. What I didn't see. Did you see what the scenes were like at Anfield last night after the? Um... I saw a couple, and they'd unfurled a flag, it, it and they were look... jumping all about in a car park. And it didn't I look don't... to be all that um, busy, not compared to Bournemouth Beach anyway. Did you see King Kenny on his awkward Skype call with the lads, <laughs> the lads at BT Sport? Yeah, when his phone kept going off. It was one of the strangest things I'd ever seen. Kenny Douglas was slumped in his chair with a big Liverpool scarf on. And let's be <laughs> honest, everyone, I'm a fan of King Kenny. Great guy. But, yeah. understandably, the bloke was pissed off his nut, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, fair enough. Okay, so he's pissed. Uh, King Bantz himself. Yeah, I'm a bantankerous guy, but uh, I also really know my stuff. And, more importantly than that, I'm really good pals with all of the footballers. They treat me as one of their own. That's right. I'm Jake Humphreys. Uh, Jake Humphreys was um, trying to, you know, do a, a little bit of insightful banter with King Kenny. But King Kenny's phone kept beeping with people going, it was great. I can't believe it, King Kenny. I'm crying my eyes out here. All of a son. And Kenny just was too pissed and to care. Yeah. And he kept saying, huh, uh, understandable, your phone's tweaking a bit. Uh, not really a surprise after 30 years. 
And King Kenny's just looking back at him as if saying, what the fuck are you on about, you big, lanky streak of piss? <laughs> he's, um, his home phone even went off at one point, did you hear that? Yeah, he couldn't give uh, a fuck about that, who's, which who's I respect. Rigging, who's rigging people on their home phones these days? What's but, that about? But what was weird was is that that would have been someone like, that would have been one of the old guard, wouldn't it? It would have been like maybe... Alan yeah, Kennedy. Yeah, like Mulby. <laughs> it's yeah. a, uh, I thought, eh, don't answer that. If it's the landline, it'll be Mulby. He calls it because he still thinks it's cheaper. He, do, he doesn't keep up the. He thinks it's, it's. He thinks it costs a pound a minute to call a mobile. He's, he's got. He's got this thing. He keeps to, every time I talk about it, he keeps telling me about this friends and family thing he's got. So it's yeah, cheaper after six pm. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the man's got money. He's got several business interests in Denmark. He's not struggling for a pound note, but he's as tight as a bastard. He's very big in waste management in Denmark, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> mate, that's all I know. Maybe if he managed his own waste a bit better, he wouldn't look like such a fucking ox. <laughs> you see, he was big enough in his playing days. Anyway, I mean, they say the Scotch are tight. You, you, they're nothing. If you compare them to the fucking Danes, it's incredible. <laughs> uh, anyway, they did a guard of honour. So you had Jake Humphreys, um, Joe Cole... Mm. Rio Crouch, Ferdinand. Crouch was there, wasn't he, as well? And Peter Crouch. But they were stood in a sort of Guard of Honour formation around the gigantic screen. I thought it was just because that's how they had to stand because of the COVID. Well, yeah, I mean, who, who knows honor, what the reasons were for the bizarre choreography. But it was bizarre choreography around yeah. a massive screen. Um, and it was like something from Blake Seven. Or it was, Flash with, Gordon. Ke- yeah, Kenny was like the all, all-seeing eye, the emperor, wasn't he? Kind of overseeing The Wizard them of Oz. And, yeah, and they were just his, uh, his, his minions. And they all stood, and some of them didn't know when to speak. Also, I don't think Joe Cole said anything. Rio <laughs> tried to engage in a bit of light banter, but Dark yeah. Leash was just sort of like swatting him away like a fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, you boy. Hey. Yeah, you, you cunt. Yeah, who's on the fucking perch now? Who's on the fucking perch now, you cunt? We're back on our fucking perch. Hey, (laughs) you big man, what's all this I heard about you going, you're going to become a boxer? That never materialised, did it? You shake bag. (laughs) Get back in your box, use. And you, Joe Cole, I remember I signed you on a free. You did about six months of fuck all for us, right? How do you feel now? You've not got as much savings of cat got your fucking tongue, has it? (laughs) <laughs> this reminds me of when I went and fucking hunted down Kino on that beach and he hid in the sea <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was dead good but did you see the footage of the Liverpool players all sat outside the hotel they were in watching oh, the Chelsea Man City game yeah. on a really small telly yeah <laughs> but it looked like the, it just looked like a car part of a travel lodge I'm sure it wasn't but it was just so bleak but uh, you know they, they did the job you saw some of the yeah, it was quite the nice seeing it in down home sort of naturalistic yeah. way like that, and yeah. you know them them all celebrating with sincerity because there's always a suspicion yeah. that today's football teams don't have that same camaraderie and passion mm. about them as as they did back in the old days. But it was nice to see them reacting in the way they did. And then I saw I think it was Andy Robertson and I think James Milner. They were on match of the day, but it was just it was just nice. You know, it's nice to see. Players enjoying it, and you know they've worked hard. Is, yeah, like, no, they're a proper band of brothers, and the thing yeah. is, it's a cliche, but you do need that 
to win well, Dalek things. Well, said this. Dalek Leach said this. He goes, that's, that's the secret, the solidarity. There's no big name yeah. Charlies in the, in the team. Exactly. And that's exactly, that's, that's why we, that's why this podcast is such a success. No big time Charlie. Well, exactly. that's why we, we had to sideline results spot a little bit. Well, yeah. When you he don't hear much about him anymore, do we? No, because he so, started to get a little bit too big for his boots. Yeah. But those are the tough decisions you've got to make when you're running a winning team. No, but I mean, Cloppers, it is a band of brothers. There are no superstars. They're all down to everything. I suppose they're big stars, people like, you know, Van Dyke or Salah, but neither of them act that way. Do you no. know what I mean? No. Have you been, Have we talked about the last dance? I think we have, haven't we? We but, have, You know, yeah. like, Jordan was so... He cast such a shadow over the rest of the team, you know, <clears throat> that I think it was tough. But and even in 2014, when they nearly won the title, you know, I think when Steven Gerrard, as good as he was, was there for so years, it was the Steven Gerrard show, wasn't it? Mm. In some well, ways... Yeah, yeah. In some ways, they had to lose him to move forward. Possibly, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if um, is, is Klopp still living in Brendan Rodgers' house? Because he was for a while, wasn't what, he? What with Brendan Rodgers? No, Brendan Rodgers moved out and he rented the house to Klopp. Ah, and okay. Klopp came in. Nice. So Ro- Rodgers will be taking his share of the glory, I imagine. <laughs> well, listen, right. We recently did a podcast with Eamon Holmes interviewing Brendan Rodgers, and Brendan right. Rodgers was in his home, yeah. and we zoomed him. Whoa! It was like Scarface's house, mate. <laughs> Everything was white. There was white leather sofas. There was um, ornate white plant pots. It was really like he was in. He was a fucking big time eighties coke villain. Well, you know who the subject of that massive portrait on the wall in Brendan Rogers' house is, don't you? Hey, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers, of course. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got quite some rig. The Rogers rig is fucking everything you'd want it to be and more. So I don't know if that's the sort of setup he left for Klopp because that doesn't strike me as a... Klopp would have been sort of much more... I think he would have had much more refined and understated tastes. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, as a a, a housewoman gift, I think Rogers will have commissioned and hung a portrait of Klopp. (laughs) A giant portrait of Klopp on the wall. There you go, son. (laughs) Brendan, what's this? What do you think it is? It's a painting of you. It's what we do. It's what we do around here. <laughs> it's important that every day you stare into your own eyes, but in oil paints, right? <laughs> and you ask yourself the questions, do I want to win? How much do I want to win? How am I going to win? These are the questions that men like <laughs> us must ask, and we must ask it <laughs> to a specially commissioned portrait of ourselves. And then the final question, after I've won, when I get home, Chinese or Indian? <laughs> Depends on the performance. Some sometimes we've kept our shape in a disciplined way and just nicked a goal on the break. Now that is a Chinese type. That's a Chinese game. kind of like Chinese. But nice. when we've been playing just free with spirit, with imagination, with freedom, that's when it's a curry. Mm. Prawn boona, mm. onion bhaji, the lot. garlic naan. Peel our rice, the six papadoms, mango chutney, mint chutney, but not the one with the raw onions. It's just the chopped up onion. I can do that. You're charging me £2.50 for that. I can chop an onion myself at home. Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm now gagging for an Indian. I'm, yeah, well, I'm having an Indian tonight. It's Friday oh, night. Yeah. Indian uh, in Indian my night. house. We always have an Indian on Friday. I can't fucking wait. There's a new Indian open close to me uh, and it's it's been opened by... Uh, 
some fellas who owned two well-reputed restaurants. They've now branched out into a takeaway. And right. the menu plopped onto my doormat yesterday. And Ooh. they do what they describe as a five-course emperor's banquet. Yes. <laughs> but, you, you know, this is the kind of thing yeah. that's normally just a Thursday and a Sunday. No, no. The emperor's banquet is available every night. Do they deliver an emperor's banquet? Yeah. Fuck it out, mate. You've got to do this. And, I've but got to. Before you order it for yourself, because you deserve it, Mm. Get yourself some sort of emperor headwear. I might do. I've got a yellow safety helmet. I could wear that. Okay. Put that and then like stick something on it, like some mm. f- a foil flower or something Very like light. that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. And yeah, just make sure that you look the part because if you're going to eat an emperor's um, banquet, yeah. you've got to feel like an emperor while you do it. Here's what I might do. I might have it tomorrow night, right? Saturday night because Sunday morning I've got to get up early. Sunday, little... From whatever time it opens, they're selling hammocks for thirty four ninety nine. But do you need to buy a frame, or have you got two trees comes positioned? A, comes with a frame. How much did you say? Thirty four ninety nine. Fucking hell! Yeah, and I tell I'm you tempted. this: you try looking for hammocks online at the moment, you'll get nout. Not around that well, price anyway. My mate bought me a hammock a couple of years ago for my birthday, but it was just the hammock. There was no frame. Nah, this has got a frame. And I, he really built it up. I know this is actually ungrateful, but yeah, I've got... Because he had one in his garden with a frame and I'd lied in it when I was around his house and I was like, this is the most comfortable experience of my entire life, <laughs> right? Yeah. I couldn't stop talking about it. I said, I never want to get out. This is just great. It's astounding. <laughs> so then when my birthday came around a few weeks later, he was really big now. I was going, you wait till you see the prison I've got you. It's going to blow your mind, right? Mm. And I didn't guess what it was. And it came and it was just like, it looks like a pack because it's just like a drawstring bag yeah. with the hammock screwed up into a very tiny ball inside and I went yeah. what's this at first I thought what's he got me a fucking Mac raincoat right <laughs> and he went it's a fucking hammock mate I was like oh amazing and I said so what do I tie it to because I don't have two trees in my garden that are, <laughs> I don't know whatever right. you want and he goes yeah you have to get it was it he goes yeah you got to get yourself a frame <laughs> and then just fucked off and I was like it was what fucking use is this yeah TTFN dickhead get yourself a frame if you can tell your hammock <laughs> I wasn't going to fucking buy that. They're really dead pricey. <laughs> Piss taker. So, yeah, I'll I'll see you all down little at 10 o'clock on Sunday fighting over After the hammocks. After you've had an Empress banquet. After I've had an Empress banquet. And Saturday then you night. go home and sleep the old thing off in your hammock. Lovely yeah. stuff. Yeah, unless oh, I could get the hammock first, then the banquet on Sunday evening, couldn't I? And enjoy the banquet to celebrate. In, in the hammock. <laughs> Eating an Empress. If you do eat an Empress banquet in a hammock, Please film it and post it online for us or maybe live stream it on our Instagram account. Might well do. Jalapeño. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hold up. 
Jalapeño. You might have seen this, you might know it, but it's a picture of some men asleep, slumped over a rope. And it, you might know this, Andy, but it says the lowest form of accommodation in Victorian England was right. access to bend over a rope for the night at the price of a penny. Whoa! Usually used by drunken sailors who had spent all their money drinking. <laughs> it's said to be the origin of the term hangover. Oh, How about that, hell, mate? Of course. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, I'll be on the rope again tonight. It's only a penny, right? I'm like, fuck this, <laughs> on mate. On the rope. It looks great. I could sell my house, right, in leafy southwest London suburb, yeah. pay off my mortgage, pay off any other little debts, right, and just get myself a lovely rope somewhere in the Cotswolds. Of course, yeah. Tied between be- two trees next to your hammock. Tied between two trees, right? Make sure there's a bit of shelter for, like, the wintry months, Don't right? need a hammock. Just need a fucking wow. good rope. I could get a really good rope as well. Do you know what I mean? Once I've sold the house, yeah. I'll have the resource to, you know, a rope that's long enough for me and the kids and the cat to mm. hang over. Yeah. You know? Just a simple life, isn't it? And I'd just, I'd, I'd need a few bits and bobs, like, what would you need? Toothbrush, deodorant, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I could keep them, I was thinking I could keep that in the hollow of a tree, couldn't I? Definitely. That's living all right, isn't it? Oh, a rope. And you the should see this life. picture. Just a man. There's all these men, and it looks so comfy. They just, like, get completely pissed, spend everything they've got apart from one penny, and then they turn up at the rope and go, here you go. And then they just slump, and you're that pissed, you just go straight to sleep, doesn't matter. Mmm, all nice and sleepy. Oh, nice and sleepy on my lovely rope. <laughs> I'll Simpler post that times. image later. So that's Simpler good. Simpler times, better Simpler times. times. Yeah. Oh, man. We've had an email from John. Uh, he describes himself as platinum IFS cuntner, drummer, and gentle cunt. Uh, yeah. It says, a few weeks ago, one cunter offered himself up to your band of service providers as your official drummer. Fair enough. But I've seen little evidence of any input from the cunt since. Whoa! So it got me thinking. Uh, he's he's doing a gazump here. He's a drummer gazumper. Mm-hmm. He says, please yeah. find attached to the demo I've done as potential accompanying drum part for your theme music. Mm. I stress in bold, he says, I stress this is not intended to replace the original much-loved theme, <clears throat> but could be there for you if you ever fancy a change. Or dare I suggest for dramatic and rousing walk-on drums for live shows. Very good suggestion. My inspiration is the original drum part from the Sky coverage, but as I'm sure you'll agree, the rhythms are more inspired by but undeniably different, so their lawyers can fuck off before they start thinking of coming after a share of the TFTM fortunes. He's pretty aggressive. He says this is only a demo, so there's there's possibly a better version available. Let's have a listen to it, shall we? It's bloody good, yeah. There it is. It's really rousing. It's it's dramatic, and I think if we do start, if we do replace the existing one with that, I think we'd be justified in doing so because it reflects how far we've come since we first so. launched this podcast. Because it's it lends gravitas and production he, value. He and when we about- started, we were just two guys with a microphone. Now this is one of the biggest cultural phenomenon in the world, and Easily. the least we need is some big fucking drums behind our theme tune. I mean, now, for the very first time, I'm starting to think about stadium gigs, Sam. It never crossed my mind before until no. I heard that. That feels yeah. like the intro to a stadium gig. Definitely, yeah. Hello, Wembley! Hello, dickheads! Yeah. 
and then yeah. we'll do a song. Then we'll do probably I don't know a whole lot of love or something. Or cash oh me yeah, something appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. That sounds great. All right. Well, so we're 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 going to use that from now on, mate. But don't for a second think well, that you're no, ever going to get anything from us. No, obviously, no. But he says that's the demo. So if you want to do the proper version of it, John, send it in, and we'll yeah. uh, we'll consider yeah. using it. We're we're strongly interested in this. <clears throat> uh, so that's good. <laughs> I found another. There was another tweet that came that I saw yesterday that wasn't sent to us. I just saw it hanging around. I thought this is great, um, a great thing to alert the counters to. Guy called Stu Nugent on Twitter mm. uh, goes under the title Crooked Nuts, right? Listen to this. Right. I found out the other day that Penguin in Mandarin Chinese is literally business goose. And I haven't <laughs> been able to think about anything else since. And he posted a picture of a goose in a suit and tie. And I've checked this out, and it checks out, mate. Penguin, it, the, the, the Chinese call call penguins business geese. Oh yes! What kind of business are they doing? Fuck it, fuck knows. Wow. Um, but yeah, there you go. I've been is telling as many people as possible about this. Is I mean, is that because penguins are like more organised? Do you think? No, you they know, look like they're wearing uh, suits. I think they look like a goose that stuck a suit on. That's cause because. They, the black it looks like they're wearing a, a suit doesn't it I mean if yeah, you think but, about it, that's why the penguin in Batman that's what he was yeah. based on whoever created whatever fucking complete dickhead created Batman right was thinking right I've got to think up a good buddy I've got the fucking Joker and he's just like an evil clown right but I got, can't keep having him fight the same cunt every time I've got to think of another one oh I think I'll go up the zoo to try and just gather my thoughts a bit and he's just been staring at a penguin. He went, how that cunt, a big fucking human penguin would be good, wouldn't he? He looks like an evil businessman, right? <laughs> and and that is what the penguin is. He's a geezer in a on. fucking suit, isn't he? I, I can't get my head around this. Does this mean that the suit was invented before penguins were named? It must um, have. Yeah. Maybe in China they hadn't seen... Uh, a penguin before the suit era mm. I don't know how common they are in China but I tell you this much right <clears throat> uh, like Attenborough wasn't making all his fucking documentaries um, before the suit was invented so let's say the suit was invented I believe the modern but, suit was invented in like the 19th uh, century it was right? in 62 by Sir John's suit by Sir John's suit Penguins were invented many years before that by Sir John Sir Penguin. John Penguin. <laughs> and and uh, it was and the Chinese didn't start seeing Attenborough's documentaries or that one about penguins. Well, there's the Penguins of Madagascar, which is yeah. one of our favourite films, and also um, that one. What's that? Like March of the Penguins. Yeah, that was a good one. Morgan, Morgan That's quite Freeman. recent, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, this is all recent. The Chinese they don't have penguins in China. Right, they have them in the Antarctic. So the Chinese became aware of these things called penguins. They have geese, mm. they're familiar with geese, they're, and they've basically gone, look at that fucking goose in geese a suit. Geese everywhere, yeah. Look at that goose in a fucking suit, business goose that they've got down in the Antarctic. Absolutely incredible. And that's what they've called it from then on. And the, and the inventor of Batman had a similar idea. Geese and penguins look nothing like each other. I'm struggling with this. Well, because it's got a, it's a white bird... 
with an orange beak. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I like it. I like it. I'll accept it in my life. But let's just not question it. Let's just from no. now on only call them business geese. And actually, if anyone's got other ideas for alternate literal names for animals, um, we're open to suggestions. Yeah, definitely. We're open for any kind of content, to be honest. Would you like to hear an email which is entitled Great Granddad's Thieving Pet Raven? Yes. Okay, here we go. This is from Nathan. Um, heard the Hungarian crow story a while back and it reminded me of a story my granddad used to tell me. His dad worked as the caretaker for the Hume Hippodrome in Manchester in the 1910s and 20s. Mm. He noticed that when the theatre cleared every now and again, he would stumble across some jewellery that some unfortunate olden times lady had dropped. Fast forward a bit and the details were sketchy. My great-granddad acquires a raven. I don't know where or how. He would let the raven out into the theatre every night after the final show. And sure enough, due to their fascination with shiny stuff, my great-granddad soon had a big bowl full of jewellery in his office that kept him in the bodytons indefinitely. Resourceful people back in them days. Lovely. Uh, Good stuff, that uh, a scavenging jewellery raven. Uh, And he says also... (laughs) In the early 60s, my mum got hurriedly invited round to her friend's house, only to find the friend's father had purchased a lion cub on his army tour of the colonies and brought it back for his daughter as a pet. Different times. Very much so indeed. So there we go. A pet raven. We've had a, an email, another offer of personal services. <coughs> nice. Um, but this one's pretty high. This is pretty like blue chip stuff, man. Um Dear Andy and Sam, I'm using a burner email. Please don't mention my name. Uh, following on from your discussions with your diversified farmer, Lewis Clare, and his issues with PayPal. Don't remember that. I would like to offer my services as your personal PayPal specialist, Hunter, using my role as PayPal's UK sales director. Yeah, I saw this. <laughs> for all your PayPal financial and space <clears throat> bank needs. Rest assured yeah. that I have the keys and passwords for PayPal's space bank and can yeah. potentially offer you riches beyond your wildest dreams, even more riches than ex-Somalian drug kingpin, kingpin and diamond miner Doc could imagine. I can't I would remember also, the... Go on. I also could help Pancho from the flats with setting him up with his own personal PayPal account to take the burden of his burgeoning internet shopping <laughs> habit from Sam's shoulders. Keep it cunty, Nick. P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth. Well, this is amazing. Do we believe him? He is who he says he is? I've, I've that he has this him. status? I've Googled him, he checks out. He checks out. Yeah, well, so, that's just someone's just took the name of the fella who's the sales director. He really weird, isn't an it? Email I'll in. tell you what, I've got to stitch up them lads. Have you heard that top light time machine? Couple of pricks, right? I've got a fucking great <laughs> prank I'm going to do. Listen to this, right? I'm going to fucking pretend I'm the sales director of PayPal UK. <laughs> right? I've done some digging on LinkedIn. I found out his details. Ah, oh, they will not know what fucking hit them. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. when I start chucking around job titles like that, those couple of pricks, are gonna, their ears are going to prick up, aren't they? They're going to be interested, right? Journalists. I'll fucking lead them a merry dance for a few months, right? And then I'll just tell them, I've got nothing to do with PayPal, you pricks. Well, Mr. PayPal, obviously we're not allowed to use your real name. Um, so John PayPal. Well, if, you, if you want to Google sales director of PayPal UK, you'll find out his name. I mean, he's given that away, <laughs> stupidly. Um, if he wants to uh, send us a photograph of himself holding up a piece of paper which says, by the way, I have an ice cube in my mouth, we'll then know that he's real because I've seen a picture of him online. Yeah, and I also want you to hold a... Um, I also want you to hold a, a copy of that day's newspaper. 
I'm not sure why it just seems to be the MO of it's people happens, in these situations. It? Yeah. 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 So um, that's exciting. Some, Thanks for the we'll, offer. We'll do some predictions, shall we, for the weekend, for the FA yeah. Cup and, and that. There's one Premier League game there to predict, which is Aston Villa versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Um, I'm looking at 1-1 one, one for this one. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, it's a tough one. I think that it's going to... Yeah, I'm going to say 2-0. Uh, 2-2, OK. Uh, next, FA Cup quarterfinals. Norwich versus Manchester United. Uh, Norwich, Man U. I think that's going to be Norwich nil. Manchester United, 2. Yeah, I will go for Norwich, 1. Manchester United, 2. Um... The results, but of course, for all of these, says bad nil. Uh, on with Sheffield United versus Arsenal. Um, I'll go first. Uh, oh, tough one. I think that Arsenal will prevail by two goals to one. I think Arsenal will win two nil. Sheffield United's form has gone to shit. It's gone as you rightly up, said on the last show, and it's continued yeah. since you said that. Massively tits up. Yeah. Uh, that's momentum for you. Once you've lost it, you're fucked. Leicester yeah. versus Chelsea. What do you think about that one? Leicester versus Chelsea will be a good game. I actually fancy Chelsea. So I thought Chelsea were incredible last night. I'm really mm. worried that that's West Ham's next game because we're already on a bad run. Uh-oh. And I think because everyone was focused on it being Liverpool winning the league, that you forgot that to beat Man City 2-1 is a fucking really great result. And Chelsea looked very good. Uh, mm. I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea. Um, I think uh, Leicester will win this 1-0. Mm. I think Chelsea might be Chelsea might be spent after last night's efforts. Maybe, yeah. Um, Newcastle versus Manchester City is the final one. Uh, I will go for a comfortable 3-0 win to Manchester City. I'll say 2-0 Man City. 2-0 Man City. There we go. The predictions are now all locked in. Um, anything else we need to add to this one? I've got another email that's just come in while we've been recording this, so I'll read it oh, out. Yeah. Uh, it's from Dave. Dave Bloom. Bullshit story from a mate. He told me he was working as a private investigator working on a drug case involving a McDonald's in Sydney. He went undercover as part of the maintenance team and they said they were selling the drugs and giving them out in McDonald's bags in the drive-thru. <clears throat> it's all right, I suppose. Yeah, mm. Probably shouldn't have bothered reading that one. It's okay. Yeah, thanks, Dave. All right, well, uh, someone says... Uh, he d- someone. Don't, uh, well, he says, please, all right, lads, please don't read my name out as this could get me battered, as he says. <laughs> uh, so he wants us to refer to him only as Frankie Three Toes. There's an eccentric bloke in Leicester called Tim Price. He changed it by deed poll to annoy telemarketers. <laughs> Amazing. He's He's been putting banners with bizarre slogans on the outside of his house on a main road. It's been happening for years. He's recently become best friends with Charles Bronson, actively campaigns for Bronson's release in Leicester Ooh. City Centre. Luckily, he's combined these two passions into a YouTube video, so I can keep this email short and sweet. Oh, here's a video montage of the banners narrated by a Charles Bronson voicemail. Wow. Um, Blimey. P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth, he says. Right. 
Uh, okay, so the first one that you can see on the outside of his house is Jealous Jeff and Mucky Mandy's engagement do is cancelled. Uh, <laughs> next one says, we want a page three in the Leicester Mercury. Hang on, I've got a... Let's just go back. We want a page three in the Leicester Mercury, says Ivor Stiffy. Uh, Dear God, please make Tony Blair fuck off forever. Pep... <laughs> Peppa Pig is a hero. These are massive, massive banners on the front of a terraced house. <laughs> on the side of a van, he's written, Keith Faz is a knob. Uh, we the people respectfully request that Kate Middleton... Oh, I did this. Uh, well, Kate Middleton gets her baps out for the boys. Smiley emoji. Uh, fried eggs, Frida refused boob job on NHS. I want big titties, says Frida. Uh, yeah, so I haven't got the volume on. That's it. Let's listen. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet that out, I think. <laughs> the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. We'll, we'll was, tweet that out. That was notorious uh, Britain's most dangerous prisoner, Charles Bronson, Charles Bronson there, yeah. narrating these weird and wonderful banners that this nutter in Leicester puts on the front of his house. What a wonderful man. I think this man in Leicester, what's he called again? Tim something. That goes back to us talking about penguins earlier. Tim Price could be a gentleman of honour. Oh, yeah, just briefly, my my best mate's back over. He's been living in Dubai for years. He's pretty mad. He's Steve Jones's son. Right. Uh, he was round last night. Apparently, Steve Jones is doing a lot of hosting, quite a lot of Zoom quizzes at the moment, and oh, he's best, available yeah. if we wanted him to do a top flight time machine one, which is worth discussion. I but think it is. Yeah. We we were talking about penguins, and I said to him, "What's your favourite penguin?" And he said, "Blue." And it's obvious, isn't it? Blue was always the best one. Well, I just wondered what your thoughts were on that. Andy. Uh, red. Red's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So you go red first, then blue. Of course, yeah, every time. Then what? Yellow, then green. Green, then yellow. Yeah, you don't see them around as much anymore, do you? Nah, the yellows are I a might, bit citrusy. I might buy a packet later. <laughs> so that's it. Just wanted to cover but, off uh, penguins. Well, as we add the stuff onto the Twitter very quickly before we go, been re-listening to old episodes of TFTM, says Chris. Got to the episode called Ridley Scott's Hand Dryer from 2018. Mm. Vaguely remember yeah. that, yeah. yeah. In it, you described Mr. Poshgas, a light purple mm. cloud with a top hat. He was a football mascot. So I knocked together a picture of him. I even added a monocle, but that's where my skills end. Uh, Chris says, there's no point to this, but enjoy. And it's very good. We'll, we'll tweet it out. I like yeah, Mr. Well, Poshgas. I'll do a like newsletter. Sign up to the newsletter. I'm promoting that at the moment. Go to our website, tftimemachine.com. You can sign up to our newsletter there. Uh, We try to get it out at least once a fortnight. And all this stuff that we discuss on the shows, anything visual or stuff, funny stuff that's been tweeted to us, video clips, recommendations, links, uh, all in there. Uh, You often also get the odd uh, uh, link or uh, discount code for merch and stuff like that. Can I I request uh, Mr. Poshgast range of T-shirts, please? Mr. Posh Gas may be in the T-shirts. We've got some other good ideas for T-shirts soon, including, P.S. I have an ice cube in my mouth. I um, can't remember what the others were. Predict, predict, predict. Anyway, uh, so check out the newsletter. Sign up today for all of that stuff. It's full of great fun things. Like, for instance, another thing that was sent to us um, by a regular counter contributor 
Sebastiani or something, his name is. I'll credit him in the newsletter so he doesn't feel left out. But he's done, um, in reference to my struggles with Xerox and cancelling my contract with them, um, right. he's done He's done a reimagining of the Godfather poster, but he's called it the photocopier. And it says underneath, an offer you can't refuse and a contract you can't get out of. Um, so that is very funny. Thanks for that. I'll put that in the uh, newsletter as well. I'll try and get that out today. Okay. There you go. That's it then, I think. Uh, enjoy your weekend, Cunters, if you can. Take the FN. All the best. Take care now. <laughs> <laughs>